The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Good afternoon, ladies and townies, and for those tuning in in France, Kuku e Biovenu Sole Podcast Big Athletic Club, Jesuisione, and joining me all the way from Sydney is Alex Arnside and Dave Vea. Welcome, boys. We get a fact check on Hello. Uh, translation. <laughs> Don't worry, mate. Don't worry. Bonjour. Mate. Welcome, boys. Onside, it's uh, it's uh, it's good to see. You. Oh, I've actually forgot that you have, you're fluent in French after you you showing off at Magic Round. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got a I got a I got a high distinction in French French in year nine, um, and they wouldn't they wouldn't let me have it because they didn't believe I could get it. So there you go. Oh, we'll test out your guys' French on Wednesday. Anyways, hey, how you been, Alex? We'll get to you because uh, you've been missing. How you been, mate? How's the how's the head noise going? Oh, mate, it's been three of the biggest weekends in a row. So I had Bucks party that was a two dayer. Then I had grand final that was a two dayer, and then I had Prezo, and that was a one dayer. But that was huge. So yeah, so look, it's been an uphill battle. Um, Ironside Plumbing hopefully will survive. Their boss being absolutely useless for three weeks, but um. Look, the end is in sight. I've got a wedding this weekend, but I go to Uluru on Sunday for three nights, so hopefully that's a nice little reset. Yeah. How you been, Dave? Uh, we missed you last week, mate. Oh, mate. I feel like you're holding something last back, week, Dave. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> just... yeah, I'll get it cut on Friday for this wedding. Oh, is, it, is that for real or...? <sighs> People have been asking. People have been asking. I've been holding back on the memes until we, oh, no. we see what you I've say. Had fuck, I've, had, I've, had heaps of, I've had heaps of fucking inboxes. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'll get a, a cut Friday. Oh, oh, you've heard it first, guys. Yes. Yes. Quick, quick shout out right to my mates, at, my mates at M Barber and Manly. <laughs> oh, anyway, Spudgies, Sporties. Who you got? Who's your picks? Just to follow on what I said, my body's banned and it's myself. I really have done a number on myself the last couple of weekends and it's, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm hurting. I'm actually really, oh, man, I had to leave work today. I've just been like <laughs> crook as. And, um, it's hard to say that you're sick when it's all self inflicted. Um, so, like, when you bring it up with any of your significant others, um, in your house on you, so I don't feel very good. You don't get the sympathy you usually would get when you're sick. You get a bit met with a little bit more of an eye roll. Yeah. Um, and that's what people have been meeting with me. I called my mum today. She's like, well, why do you think that is? And I'm like, oh, fucking cheers, mum. <laughs> um, but I'll finish on a positive note. Uh, my uh, budget smuggling week is uh, big Rob Ironside, my old man, um, put an SOS or call out on Saturday. He came to work. Um my dad's a plumber, but he's a TAFE teacher, so he's on the tools. So he came and gave me a hand. Um, we sat there talking about uh, rugby. We've actually spoke a lot about Rugby World Cup. Um, and he's like, every Kiwi ever, they've got such a fucking good side. Yes, they lost to South Africa, but it's the worst all-black side of all time. And I go, mate, I would probably take that side over any Wallaby side we've had in the last 20 years. So big shout-out to Kiwi Rob <laughs> on Kiwi. Instagram. Number one goalkeeper back in the 90s. Kiwi Iron. 
<laughs> Goalkeepers are normally number one, aren't they? Anyways. Fucking hell! Just because your old all your good old man's good for is going for fucking <laughs> trips to New Zealand without telling your mum. Don't come at me. <laughs> well, I was just asking and questions. Get, yeah. And gout. <laughs> oh well, it's actually uh, diabetes. Thank you very much. He doesn't have a foot to have gout in anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Dave, who's your oh, picks? I'm actually going to give my budgie smuggler to uh, Jude Gibbs. Uh, Jude Gibbs was uh, invited <laughs> to a Ramwick player's uh, birthday on Saturday and he decided to uh, to turn up, which was, uh, I thought was a uh, good sport of him. Everyone was really nice to him. Um, he turned up, had a beer with everyone before he went off to Norse's uh, presentation night that night. Um Made a few FaceTime calls of uh, Flinny and uh, Alex, but Alex didn't. Alex hasn't even answered any of my calls the whole week. But anyway, um, I did say to Flinny, I "Wonder why Flinny, you fucking." You know what? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! I said to Flinny, "I don't." Yeah, well, well, it's my turn, mate. Settle down. I said to Flinny, "You know one thing about you, mate. At least you answer my phone call and you reply to my messages." Alex hasn't all week, so, so. Jude Gibbs and uh, Jacob Flinney is my uh, um, budgies for the week. And um, my boardies for the week is the Randwick Irish Horse Cormac Daly. Um, for context, this bloke loves like, even if you're sitting in the groups, it's just on his phone. Everyone's wondering what he's doing on his phone. So what he does is, using the context of everyone sitting around, he just makes memes. Just sits there and makes, <laughs> a bit like Sione, makes He's memes. like Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> and just sits there and makes me. So, so on the weekend, he's sitting there. Jude Gibbs is literally a meter, half a meter away. I don't think he ever said hi to the <laughs> And he's sitting at the corner making memes about Jude Gibbs sending it to the entire Randwick group chat. I was like, someone, someone just replied to him and said, mate, he's about half, but then he pretends like he's taking a picture of the two other people next to him. <laughs> So, uh, my body's bandits, my, our Irish horse from Randwick, Cormac Daly, making memes about uh, people he hasn't even said hi to. <laughs> little meme ninja. He's literally a little meme ninja. It's my boys and my budgies, mate. Um, Thank God. I've got a uh, important budgie smuggler. These these kind of people, they you know they do all the work at the club, goes unnoticed. My budgie smuggler is Ironside, Alex Ironside. For those that don't know, he's uh, half of the club captain so they've got two over there at Norse because they've got a big job to do and I know from experience being club captain is one of the hardest things you could do it's it's more important than being the actual captain on first grade you actually run the whole club uh, you're probably more important than the uh, the president like you got to plan everything like literally everything I know Ironside finished his season uh, at the last round but mate he's been he's been working there's a reason why he wasn't answering anyone's calls or replying to any group chats He's been working, mate, behind the scenes and uh, getting a lot of hate from all you again, trolls. I've been sick, sick of getting asked fucking dumbass questions from people, especially <laughs> fucking Dave. Whoa, 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 whoa. I was just trying to be supportive, make sure you're all right. But just, for, in. but just for some of the listeners that don't know how hard it is for club captains, I'll go into one of the, like, looking back at my two years being club captain at West, the hardest and most embarrassing part of being club captain during that two years. But Einstein, you just think about what's the hardest 
part of being club captain so far. We'll go back to, I think this was 2016. Would have been my first, yeah, my first year as club captain at West. And I was given the job. I never really knew what, because I was sort of new to um, staying back and being a good cunt and uh, buying into the club. Because before I was just like a typical Uso and uh, left after after games. But I actually, um, I didn't know what, I didn't have a blueprint because the person before me didn't really have anything. And then uh, I kind of did a bit of research and looked into what they used to do at UQ when I was at UQ and try and bring it to West and having club nights, having theme nights. So the first theme night I tried to plan, I had like, um, you know, that minute, minute to win it games had like all these little games and try and get everyone involved and uh, had everyone did like use my graphic design skills did some mad posters did like an event on facebook invited everyone like oh this is going to be sick and come to the uh actual night we had about three people turn up and uh <laughs> all this planning all those hours all that i was like this is going to be mad uh, the playlist ready to go and there was three of us <laughs> Uh, so just some of those things that some of the failures that you got to go through but it took a while to finally get Wes you know go a year later we'll like in the our new clubhouse we had the new sheds I had all the colts we just made sure that we got them um, hazed and it was started harming from there and, and now it's sort of in a better place now but uh, so what was the hardest part of being a, a club captain for you other than getting respect oh I think like ladies day well fuck up I still haven't even got respect ever. Um, <laughs> never will, never have. I, I mean, it's so different. I think we all talk about club rugby and club rugby land and Queensland and New South Wales, I guess. But from what I've spoke to you guys, so different for us down here. Like, we don't have a clubhouse. Yeah. Um, North Sydney Oval, we probably, we're the, we're the oldest tenants of North Sydney Oval to play there. They quite happily not have us there. <laughs> um, so it's just for us it's like organising things and keeping people around after games is like very difficult um, so in general that's tough but I think just the, the weekly stuff of like I fucking quick shout out to Charlie Jevons fellows um, he was away for six weeks this year and um, I had to organise people to do touch judge duty because you have to do oh. touch judge for third grade fourth grade second grade second cults first cults mate I fucking hated that. I despise doing it. I have to do a post every Friday. I'm fucking borderline dyslexic. People would comment <laughs> on my spelling and shit. I just fucking hated it. So that's the worst part of club captain is trying to get people to do job. Um, organise a meet tray. Yeah, that shit. Anything that requires me delegate. I was pretty good at delegating on, on the day. Yeah. But not when I'm put a post up on a Friday and say, oh, well, fucking first grade props have to do third grade touch. And then... No one would turn up and I'd be getting calls from the GM and from like all the old blokes on the, the touch judge, like the scoreboard shit. They'd be calling and I'd go, mate, I don't know. I've got to play in an hour. I'm taking the Jew <laughs> off the field and off to the Oval, all right? Someone has to do it. <sighs> so, look, I do. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. That we, we had a great end of season thing on the boat and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. A fucking, it's a lot of, um, and there's a lot of like this. And, as you know, rugby clubs, and um, I know these people are listening, there's so many fucking dumbass idiots that like, what do we wear to this thing? What do we do? Like, mate, you're a grown-ass man. Work about yourself. What are we doing after the game? I'm like, going to the pub and drinking. Like, what have we done? I've, that's all I've done for 10 years at North. Like, grow up. Uh, I, um, I tend to agree anyway, with uh, 
with with Alex on on like when you're organizing something and you put your effort into it and all the details there and some idiot still manages to have a very stupid question. That's chainsaw. That's chainsaw. You have everything laid out. You have the whole itinerary. Like, what do what 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 do what do I wear? What do I... can you read? <laughs> yeah. Oh mate, it was like the grand final. I had like I reckon I had about ten messages. What do we wear in the grand final? I'm like I don't know. Maybe fucking nor shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> anyway, uh, fired up. I'm pretty easily fired up at the moment. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's get into the juicy stuff. Let's get into Rugby World Cup. It is Rugby World Cup week. We got that first game on, it'll be Saturday morning for us, 3.55 I believe. Uh, kickoff, All Blacks versus the French. Friday night their time, Saturday morning our time. And that takes us to Pool A. Let's uh, dive into Pool A. We've got New Zealand, France, Italy, Uruguay, and Namibia. Who are your? Uh, we'll start off with New Zealand. Who are your players? Who's your player to watch in uh, New Zealand? Um, so I think that um, if they start him, I don't know what they'll do, but I, I, I'd hope they would after Alexander in South Africa. Uh, Shannon Frizzell. Yeah. I think he's. I think he looks pretty good. I think he had a pretty good um, Super Rugby season. I think he had pretty good tests against. Um, Australia and that, so I, he'd be my one to watch. Yeah, he had, a, he had a great rugby championship campaign. So yeah, Frizz is... He was on fire when he's played his first test. Yeah, he was injured uh, for the yeah, South true. Africa game, so he should be well rested to come this game on the on the weekend. Be interesting to see who who they roll. Yeah, up. that's what I mean. I think that I think it. I just because I thought he might lose his spot because he didn't play and he's injured, but I don't think fucking yeah. anyone played well in that All Blacks team. So he should. Yeah, I in. hope they start him. I'm actually excited for this World Cup. Like, I think this World Cup's a lot different to every other World Cup that we've had before. I think previous World Cups, the top tier teams were able to take like a two squad thing and like play second string squad against the weaker teams and the and your save your stronger squad for um, the stronger teams. But this World Cup, I think everyone's got to put their best team out four weeks in a row to try and actually get into. Yeah, because um, the finals, the minnows aren't so minnow anymore, and they might upset some of the big exactly. teams. Yeah, so I think that's why this World Cup's going to be really exciting. Um, New Zealand, I think they're back three, just the competition they're having it. But if Will Jordan can sneak himself into a spot, yeah, that guy plays either wing or fullback, and he's that so much of a utility. He can even play outside centre. But I think his first World Cup, from the glimpses we've seen of him since his under-20s, he's, he's pretty deadly in attack. Um, and I think he'll have a pretty yeah. good World Cup. I feel, feel like he's going to be the, the Milner Scudder for the All Bucks this time around. Hardy. When he burst, when he burst into the scene, he was outstanding on that first World Cup. I'd have him at... I'd have Jordan at fullback for the All Blacks, I think. Yeah, I would have him at fullback as well. Bodie I on think the more, more chance to attack. Um, yeah, uh, my uh, my pick is the obvious Richie Maunga. Uh, I think he's, this is going to be... He's going to stand out as the best player by far in the world. I'm going to say he's the best player ever. Better than Dan Carter. Better than... I've already rated him better than Dan Carter. But I think this World Cup is just going to show that he's the best player ever. Um, so keep an eye out for Richie Maunga. I don't think you're going to um, have any trouble not keeping an eye on him because he's, he's going to explode this World Cup, mate. His last World Cup for All Blacks before he switches over to Tonga. Breaking news, is it? This is, yeah, this is probably his prime as well. As a, yeah. As 
Um, and let's go to... probably tanked his reputation if he went and played for Tonga. <laughs> oh, whoa. Whoa. Uh, let's go to the home team. Le Bleu. Oh, how red hot was that, um, yeah. that, that bloke off thing that come around this afternoon? The what? The racist bloke. Oh, allegedly. 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 Yeah. He looks like Alleged. Einstein, actually. <laughs> Just... Um... <laughs> <laughs> I do have a racist-looking face, don't I? I? Look like I should be racist. Yeah. Well, just for if people listening are wondering, uh, the, the French have uh, selected uh, injury replacement second rower, who I think three is twenty twenty. He uh, got charged for racist statements or something, allegedly, and he's been trying to fight it for the last few years. And people are oh, calling so he's, for he's him. He's still fighting it. He's not done yet. Yeah, yeah, he's still appealing it. Oh, he got charged, but then he's been yeah. appealing it for the last three years. Um, but yeah, people are calling for him to get dropped, and uh, yeah, I say let him play. You know, Ooh. I'm sure he's sorry. I agree. I think I think we 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 little uh, trigger happy these days with this cancel culture. Let's yeah. let's let's let him play. Like, I'm sure he uh, he has his reasons, and if you don't let him play, then you invite him to have a conversation, and he might change his mind. Anyways, it might be uh, Einstein's pick. So, Einstein, who's your pick for French? Um, I think like hard to go past uh, Dupont at nine. I think he, um, I think he'll be a pretty key for him if they want to. Like, I actually think that they won't win the World Cup. Breaking news here. I don't think they'll go that well, the French. But I think Dupont pretty key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think French France overrated. Big call. Big call. Very big call. Mm. Oh well. Nah, too much pressure. Home. Home. Uh, <laughs> World Cup, too much pressure for him. Overrated, not going to do well. All Blacks by 13. Oh, fuck. Ooh. Wow. Very big call. Well, I do I do tend... I'm not sure if Ironside's talking about the entire World Cup, that the French won't do well. But I do agree that the all, I think the All Blacks will... Win this game. Will do the, win this game, yeah. the first game. And for, What's a pass mark for France? Make the final. Ooh. What's a pass or semi, yeah, no, we'll go semi. We'll go semi. semi. We'll go semi. I said semi. Just without intermac, without intermac. Everyone's talked about the French for the last two years, saying how how good they are. Mm. Like, no, nah, I reckon overrated. No, I think they'll make the semi. So Come after me, well. France. <laughs> Who's your pick, Dave? Are you, is it the same? Um, into, no, no. So France, I've gone with um, Cameron Walkie, the um, number seven back row. Play seven, six, four, two rows, yeah. seven, but. Matt, he's the most athletic back row or second row I've actually ever seen him seen play. And you know when Eddie speaks about you need to pick people that can play anywhere yeah, true. in the rugby field. That bloke is yeah. literally a footy player. You can just chuck him anywhere and he's and he's pretty good. So I think um, from what I've seen the last couple of years from that guy, Cameron Wocky, yeah. um, they sometimes have him on the bench uh, and he's a utility bench player or he starts. Wherever you put him, he'll be pretty good um, impact. Um, whether he starts or bench, so I think he'll be he'll be good for he'll be strong for France this World Cup. Um, but again, I'm the same as Alex on the uh, this weekend. I think the All Blacks should be good enough to get the job done on them. Um, but I have a sneaky suspicion that uh, the French will make it out of the pools and go around the long way and yeah, yeah. meet someone, and, and they'll make it back to the semis. Nice. That's a that's actually a really good pick. I've gone with Jonathan Dante. Uh, he had a very good game against Australia, the inside centre. But I think he believe I believe oh. he uh, 
he picked up a little niggling injury, so he'll be he will be missing this weekend, which mm-hmm. is why I think I'm with Alex that they will lose this game, but they will uh, come come good in the uh, in the playoffs when they got Jonathan Dancy fit and ready to go. He's uh, he's similar to Lukana uh, Am for South Africa. He's that just but a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger. I was gonna say I'd love I don't know if you were about to me on that point, but just uh, I'd love to see Italy beat France. That'd be really cool. The, I don't think we'll have that. France oh, no. is way too good for that. <laughs> but yeah, moving but, into Italy, I'm sure every... France on paper too good for too good for that, but are also very very susceptible to doing that. We'll get into Italy. Uh, we'll probably all get the same person. Who's uh, who's your picks? Mm-hmm. Um, nah, Capisi, the number ten. Capisi. Yeah, Capisi. Cabbage. Cabbage, mate. He's a big enough body to play twelve, and he plays. 10 like a 12. He takes the line on. He's big. He's strong. Um, he's not afraid to carry, but I think he's, uh, he'd be pretty good. He'd be a standout for the Italians this year. All right. Surely I'm sorry. Um, Capuzzo. Capuzzo. Is it the fullback? Yeah, yeah. Capuzzo. Yeah, yeah. He actually, um, fuck, I'd have him if he was Australian, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that, uh, I think the Italian back, I think the Italian back line actually looks like watching a couple games in the Six Nations and a few of the warm-ups and stuff. Their backline looks fucking pretty electric. So that's what I mean. I, I don't think that they'll... Um, I think they'll go like pretty well against like New Zealand and um, France. I don't think they'll actually beat France or the All Blacks, but as as um, Dave said, that the All Blacks will still have to put out a pretty you know strong side, strong to, side yeah. to get that. Because I think that, that at the end of the day, that group... You know, that group will come down to the first game, but you need bonus points every game. So, yeah. And uh, did you guys look into any of the uh, the two Uruguay and Namibia? Yeah, Namibia. I've got one. Yeah, I've got actually... Dickie Hardwick. There you go. From uh, Melbourne Rebels. Yeah, I've gone the uh, same, yeah. I think, I mean, the only reason why I've said him was he's the only player out of the uh, crew that I have actually watched play. Um, I can imagine the majority of their team played top, top 14 and... But yeah, hopefully he goes well. Pretty good for him. He's now represented two countries. Yeah, he's really good at. Um, I think he's a little underrated over there at Melbourne Rebels. Um, his work on the ball is yeah. He'll, I think he'll, he'll. I think they might. They might get uh, Italy if Italy's not careful uh, in that game against Namibia. Yeah, right. I had someone from um, Namibia. It was a bit different. And it was only because I only found this bloke because when I was doing my fantasy team, I needed someone that wasn't worth fucking heaps of points. <laughs> so I went deep down. His name's his name's Tan De Cler. Um, he's only twenty two. and He plays for uh, Mo, I can't even say it, Mo, Molingo or whatever in the top ten in, in Italy. Oh yeah. And I just like looked at him, and he looks like a ma- he looks like a massive unit, and um, that's enough for me to put him in my team. So I think let's keep an eye out on him. Yeah. What's his name? I'll actually, keep. <laughs> Oh. What's his name? Tom de Klerk. De Klerk. Tian. Is it Tian de Klerk? Yeah. Tian de Klerk. Yeah, yeah. You know, there you you go. know who's. <laughs> you know, there's a person in there who's playing his third World Cup. Joan Dezol from Namibia. Fourth? He's at third World Cup. Oh. He's a, I think he's a big inside center, inside outside center. Dezol. He's pretty good. Yeah, I'll keep an eye on de Klerk. <laughs> All right, let's swing over to Pool B. Uh, We've got South Africa, Ireland, Scotland, Tonga, and Romania. This is being called the Pool of Death. Um, Who are your players to watch for South Africa? I think uh, it's hard to go past the uh, captain, um, 
See ya. Obviously. Yeah. He's fuck. He's good. He's just um. I find that he's not like a typical South African back row like that we've seen over the years, where they're just kind of big, another big body, like an extra second rower. Yeah. Like he's just so good around the park. Like better than he's kind of got that all black back row kind yeah. of um, prototype that you wouldn't really, and it just works so good in that South African system. And I think he's going to have a massive like. He's pretty obvious he will, but I think he's going to have a massive World yeah. Cup. I, I actually think breaking breaking news, um, more breaking news is I think South Africa is going to win the World Cup. <laughs> yeah. They look I better than that. they did last World Cup. Mate, and oh, they look... Sorry. They sorry, looked, sorry, you weren't here last I know week. It was a, I know it was a scrams trial. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't their strongest team. Me. I, was, I wasn't listening. <laughs> I didn't want to listen to anything Dave had to say last week. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think he... <laughs> At least I'm honest. So yeah, that I think they yeah he looks great. Yeah, and four months since his uh, ACL surgery, which uh, I don't know how the fuck he did that. And he played again peptides, mate. And he's playing. He played bulk minutes in the last two games as well. I'm like, fuck, this guy's just keen to go. He's just Mm. keen to go. I've gone with the. the bomb squad for South Africa. Um, those three, <laughs> whoever they put on the bench, or when they bring on seven at a time against <laughs> yeah. New Zealand. Yeah, the bomb. <laughs> yeah. The bomb squad. The um, is my shout out to watch out. But um, one that I think is Dwayne Vermeulen. Um, most likely his last World Cup. Yeah. yeah. Mate, and he's been enormous for... He might chill out throughout the three years spanning, but come yeah. World Cup year, he always seems to get better, um, hold it to the right time, and just performs in World Cups. So Dwayne Vermeulen, last World Cup for South Africa and France. I think he'll have a cracking World Cup for them. Be cool, be cool. Man, there's too many to choose from South Africa. And I yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I think they're going to win the whole thing. And my one to watch is the first time I saw this guy was against the Wallabies, the first game in the rugby championship. He was the big inside center, Andre Esterhausen. And against the All Blacks, he just proved that oh, yeah. he's a fucking big horse. And he's not even this, he's not their first choice inside center. They've got uh, Damien Delande. So Delande, yeah. I think this guy off the bench, um, and he's going to be massive for them in the, uh, the playoffs. So, big horse, Andre Esterhausen. Esterhausen. Their bench, I would take almost every South African <laughs> off that bench in the Wallabies starting lineup. <laughs> Whoa, I mean, have faith that's... in the boys. Have faith in the boys, you dog. <laughs> <laughs> no faith. Anyway. Um, sorry. Uh, Ireland. 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 Fuck, Ireland's a tricky one. They could might as well be the same as the French. Similar, yeah, very similar, actually. Uh, yeah, I mean, they've never played semis ever. Ireland, surprisingly. Yeah, no. <laughs> in the World Cup. I think this is their I best. Th- their best. I think. Chance. Um, I think that uh, what I would say about them this year is, I think that they actually have had to play in the last. They haven't just kind of cruised through the Six Nations and all that stuff. I think they've actually had to play some, you know, big games. Yeah. So I feel like they've played a lot more. I think Ireland's played a lot more big games than they ever have, probably leading up to a World Cup. So, look, I think they'll go pretty well. I would love... If I had to pick a team to win it that wasn't a shard, love Ireland to win it. I think you that... Think they would make it past it'd be cool to see someone else win it. They've just got a bed shit in them, don't they? They love to shit the bed. Yeah. yeah. Let's hope That's they don't. Game. But who's your players? Who are your players? The back rower, Van der Filler. Josh Van der Filler. Van der Fleur. 
Van der Fleur, sorry. I just think... I think he's just really fucking good around the park as well. A bit like... Um, I feel like he's not such a Northern Hemisphere back row. I actually think he's got a bit of, bit of Southern Hemisphere in him. But um, that Leinster side that he was playing for and the last, since, like, they've been unreal. And he's a pretty big key to it. So, um, he's not massive... Like, not a massive body, but... No. I'll be interested to see. Yeah, he's my pick for them. I've actually... Um, I couldn't decide between these two, but I think I'll have to. Um, both playing their last World Cup. Um, well, not that I'm coaching, but I'm, I can imagine it's going to be their last World Cup. It's Johnny Sexton and Peter Omani. Oh, uh, yeah. Both stalwarts of Irish rugby. But I think in terms of a rugby World Cup, um, if Johnny Sexton has a positive influence on the entire competition, that'll be um, Ireland's chance to go in better than quarterfinals. He's coming probably off to his peak of his career, but he's he's at he's like having a, pl- a coach on the field. So if he's humming and on fire going into this as well, Cup, then um, that'll be England uh, Ireland's key to success. Oh, I think. Yeah. Fuck. Can't make that. You can't make that slip, mate. You can't automatically call them England. <laughs> fucking hell, that's bad. Yeah, that's like, uh... that. Get that clipped up. Put that online. You fucking dog. <laughs> yeah, I think Israel Folau is going to play really well for Samoa. Oh, sorry, Tonga. <laughs> no. No. no, yeah, I've gone with uh, Mac Hansen, our boy from the Canberra. I think he's going to have a massive World Cup. His first World Cup. He's doing what he uh, he used to do at the Brumbies, just roving. He's just a roving winger. Uh, I think he's going to have a massive influence on Ireland. Somehow, I don't see them making it to the final Jeez. for some reason. But would yeah. you love to have him in Australia? Yeah, <laughs> you'd have, have Mark Hanson, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, but, I would. No. Yeah, I would. <laughs> nah, I'm backing the boys in, mate. Sully, Marika, Mark. Yeah, we're going to do it, mate. We're good, mate. We're, we're good, good, mate. Uh, but let's get uh, to uh, another team full of uh, a few Aussies. We've got Sionetu uh, Bolotu and uh, Jack Dempsey oh. over in Scotland. Uh, who are your picks? Um, I'm going to go on first because he's my favourite. He's, he's slowly become my favourite uh, player in world Can rugby. Uh, Finn go? Russell. Finn Russell, nice. Yeah, I've already gone, man. <laughs> I love Finn Russell. I just, I, I like. I just like how he holds himself on the field. I love how he goes around the park, and um, yeah, I just—he just looks like a chav. I just—he looks like I, I could have a beer with him. <laughs> Besides that, like he—he actually—he—he he, he leads that team around really well, and he's got some good like strike partners outside him where he doesn't have to do too much uh, running. So um, mm. yeah, Finn Russell. I reckon you have a really good World Cup. I actually think that um, I reckon Scotland. I don't think they'll get out of the group, but you know. They could the one team in that group. I reckon they could ambush Ireland. Would be Scotland. Yeah, I believe that too. And Tonga, actually. Yeah. Anyways, Dave, who's your play? I've gone with uh, Hamish Watson, the horse. That's the, the seven. The seven had played in the uh, yeah, Irish yeah. Lions tour. I think he, uh, he's just an animal when you watch him play. He's work just rate, like yeah. putting work rate. He's putting his head where no one else wants to. And um, I think it's yeah, he's he's the player to watch for Scotland in Scotland. that back row. 
Yeah, I've gone with um, my namesake Sione Tupolotu. Um, he's as soon as he hit uh, or got his chance in the national team, he's just singing and uh, which I think he captained one of their games uh, in oh, the really? lead up too. So uh, I think Sione Tupolotu is going to be massive for them uh, this come World Cup. Uh, I'm the same with Ironside. I don't see them leaving the group. But that game against Ireland is one to put a uh, circle around. Um, but I still think Donga's, Donga might get him. Donga might get him. I think that's the game Donga's going to upset is the game against Scotland. And a uh, good little segue into I Donga. reckon Tonga. I reckon, I reckon Tonga will struggle against Romania. I don't reckon they'll, <laughs> I don't reckon they'll trouble anyone. Uh, I don't reckon they'll trouble uh, absolutely uh, anyone. I hope Brian's listening. He's just going to let it out, mate. I'll clip that up for Ryan because he doesn't listen to the podcast. Clip it up, mate. I, I, yeah, I mean, this is the ones he's on. <laughs> mate, they looked pretty good against Australia, eh? And then they didn't do very well against um, uh, any of the other Pacific nations they played against. I don't think they look good at all. They lost their they lost their one chance, I believe, um, to win. Your mate Falau. Yeah, I don't think Tonga's going to... I don't reckon they're going to trouble anyone. Take a breath, Dave, before you say anything. Take a breath, mate. Take a deep breath, mate. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. (laughs) I I was just trying to find something to get back at me after the last week. Um, So I won't give it to him. So I was like, that's fine. Like all people. Like everything in this world. Like every people in this world. Do you think they can beat Scotland? Yes. I think they can beat Scotland. And, And Ireland. Maybe. They will... They will throw oh my God. Ireland will put 40 points on them. Ireland will put 40 <laughs> points on them. I can't wait to clip this up when we win. And then we'll lose to Romania. Clip it up. Just like, how, just like his wager and his haircut. What happened there? <laughs> it's coming, mate. It's coming, mate. It's in his head, even though he doesn't even... Australia's not in his pool. So it's the All Blacks. So what's wrong, mate? <laughs> well, he's a player, Dave. He's a player. I've got two chances to win this World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have gone with Maya Fifita. Yep. Um, he, I think, is probably the most consistent one out of all the Tongan performers over that little mini series that they had. So, so I think he'll have a pretty good World Cup um, for Tonga. So Maya Fifita, keep an eye out for him. Yeah. Did you say a player? Answer or you just said um, Israel Flau? Tonga, the no whole more. of Tonga shit. That's all he said. Yeah, that's what we heard. Said, go back to your coconut trees. Um, you Adam Coleman, I think. I actually think, I think Adam and Coleman. Adam yeah. Coleman the only really name well. put out. Um. <laughs> he hasn't played yet for Tonga too, so yeah. Secret weapon. He'll go because right, he's actually played for like a pretty good rugby country. So he'd probably go pretty well. <laughs> oh, oh. All the Tongans listening, calm down. Calm down, mate. <laughs> But uh, yeah, my player is uh, <laughs> Salisi Piltau, Charles Piltau. He he went through, a, he did a lot of minutes during the lead up, and I think he's he's going to be ready to go, mate. He's a big time player. When the crowd's in, when the noise is, that's when he he erupts, mate. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna do it, mate. I'm calling it. He's gonna, they're gonna he's beat gonna, it. they're gonna beat. He's Ireland. gonna do it against Romania. He's gonna be up for it against Romania. <laughs> nah, he'll be rested for that game. That's a big game, mate. Answer, it's got me heated, mate. Donga's gone through to the finals, mate. We're going to sneak through. <laughs> Can't wait to send you tongue and posters to your house. Oh, calm down, mate. I'll All send right. you the bike. I'll go for Tonga against... I'll go for Tonga against everyone except Scotland for you. All right, we'll take that. 
I'll support it, but I just but don't since, think I just don't think they're going to go that well. Yeah, well, we'll it's, go. We'll go back. Guys, so, your, your judgment. So you're going to support Gordon. Your judgment's clouded. <laughs> so you're going to support Gordon by supporting Scotland because there's a Gordon player playing there against Tom. My, my significant <laughs> other's Scottish, mate. I have to go for Scotland. Oh, right. I'm not going. Oh, that's go for good. Gordon. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, that's good, mate. Uh, anyways, oh, well, we'll go back. Sorry, to I can. Few... Sorry, can I, I can admit. I've, sorry, I can admit. I've got a significant other. Sorry, <laughs> don't bite, mate. Don't bite. <laughs> you do. Don't bite, mate. <laughs> All right, a few minutes ago, you said Romania's going to beat Tonga. So, uh, who's your player that you think's going to do the job against Tonga for Romania? I actually had his, I had his name, I had his name written down, and I think he is actually of Tongan descent, which is kind of funny. There's a mass, there's a bike on the wing that when I was watching the grainy footage that I had of um, the warm-up game against the USA, I thought he was the second rower, and then he scored a try on the wing. I can't even say his name. He is actually Tongan. Try say it, mate. Try say it. Tangamana Fenovia. That's actually pretty bad. I feel like I've done all right. Yeah, I've no idea. Tangamana Fenovia. He's actually... No, no. Ironside's referring to Tangimana. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Tangimana. Okay. Crying mana. No, no. Ironside's actually right. This bike's probably 120 kilos. Plays on the wing. Fuck, the man in the dollar. Yeah, it's huge. And there is four. There's four Tongans in the Romanian team playing for Romania. And who's your pick? Oh. Yep, Sion Lama. Sioeli <laughs> <laughs> Lama. Sioeli. Um, yeah, he's a Lama. So I've gone with the other winger, which is another Tongan. His name is Daria Uli Sikuea. In every that's not how you say it. Thanks, mate. <laughs> All the highlights of Romania, if you get, look up Romanian rugby, he's the bloke that finishes all the tries. And he's just, he's like this stocky winger, plays a head gear and just looks like doesn't know where our West. He knows the Tongan sidestep real well, straight through the middle. All right, so we're going to be watching out for some Tongans in Romania. I've gone with a Samoan. Uh, his brother of Joe Tomane, who used to play for the Wallabies. Uh, Jason Tomane from Sunnybank. He's over there uh, in yeah, playing for Romania. Shout out to his uh, seven-year, ten-year contract over in Romania. Yeah, but Jason Tomane, he's a, he's a big horse. He's not as big as the guys that you guys are talking about, but he's still a big horse. He'll be in the centres for Romania. Unfortunately, watching their lead-up, their trials leading up to the World Cup, I think this is going to be a very tough, very tough one for Romania. Man, they're here for the fucking bees, mate. But just like any other team, mate, you got to be on. You got to be on. But who's going to? Who's your picks to uh, make it through this pool? I will go South Africa, um, just Scotland, just to be just to be different. Yeah, I'm, oh, well, I was going to be different, so I just be normal then. South Africa, <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> Yeah. I was going to say Scotland, but you beat me to it. No, I'm going to go South right, Africa mate. and Ireland. I think they're too good. They're I've... two two of the best. Interesting. Very interesting. Ireland. Tonga to not Tonga to not even get a bonus point against South Africa, Ireland, or Scotland. Ireland's <laughs> going to do um, Norse rugby does just choke. <laughs> wow, wow, mate! It's two weeks ago. Get over it, mate. <laughs> All right, quickly, let's get into our fantasy. Did you guys make your fantasy teams? Sure did, mate. Today, we'll be launching our 
Pack Fantasy Rugby World Cup League. Uh, going to be a $20 buy-in. Winner takes all. So, guys, if you're listening, head over to our Instagram. Follow, follow the links in the stories. They'll be up. Follow the whatever's going up, mate. Chuck in your $20 buy-in. Enter the league. And uh, let's see who's going to be the number one fantasy rugby of the Rugby World Cup. <laughs> Uh, mate, this was actually harder than I thought. Like when I first made the team, uh, this is similar to the NRL hard. one. Let's start off with your props. Um, I was, I just had to point out. I, I, Dave sent me the picture of his team, and I thought it was really funny because he had two Tongan players in when they're not playing in the first <laughs> round of the fantasy, so they don't that's, count. That's like Molly sending me his <laughs> team with Samoans. I'm like, bro, they're not even playing round one. <laughs> no, they're the same points. I can't afford. There's no one else that has 3.5s. Then you got to adjust your team. No, just leave it. All Do right. what you want, mate. Yep. <laughs> Carry on. Me and Ironside will just um, talk so about I, it. I, my, my front row, I've got uh, De Groot from uh, New Zealand. I've got the Japanese hooker, Sakat. I can't pronounce anything. And then I'm going with Bell from Australia. I think Bell will stay in there for me the whole time. A bit of faith for the Aussies. Oh, fuck. That's similar to mine. I've just gone with the Italian winger because they're playing Namibia. So I think he'll be going over for a few tries. Uh, so, yeah, I've got Ethan de Groot, Nicotera from Italy, and Bell. Who have you got, Dave? You got Tongan no. players? No, if I'm you're listening, going... don't do what Dave done. Don't Make sure you look at the roster, who's playing <laughs> that round, and don't put players from other countries. Yes, Dave? Um, I've gone Belly, uh, Loosehead, and I've also gone the Fezla. Fez, yeah. Um, I have a sneaky suspicion he'll start. This, Oof. And then I've gone Will Stewart from England. But this is the thing. Can you change your team when you when they name them? Yeah. George is, yeah, George is good, especially in the forward pack. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, second well, rowers. For a reason. Yeah, I'll go. Um, I went with... Decl- I went with... Okay, you go then, Dave. Sweet. Your, your man's not even playing in the second row. That's the whole point. Adam Coleman and Isoa Sila Sila. Well, at least Sila Sila's in against Wales on the Monday. Fiji will beat Wales. That's going to be the game of the round. Anyways, uh, Einstein, <laughs> your second rowers. Um, this is a money saver, and that's why he was my Nibian player, the clerk. And um, I got Petty from uh, from Argentina. Ah. Yeah, I've gone with... Petty, uh, I don't know if I can say it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll have to wait till Argentina release the team. But I've gone with Crema from uh, Argentina and uh, Mostert from South Africa. Uh, back rowers, this is a big one. And have you guys did any boosters on who's going to be the attacklers? I couldn't. I couldn't do the boost. Anyway, so you haven't. Uh, so who are your picks? Make sure you check out the boosters. You can pick who's going to be your captain and they triple their points, or who's going to uh, top the tackle counts. Who's going to be the tackle king? Uh, anyway, so who's your picks for the back row? I've gone Courtney Laws, um. Um, the Japanese eight, uh, Himeno. Yeah, Himeno. Yeah. And my non-playing number six, Vaya Fifita. <laughs> You picking England players? Holy shit! Very brave, bruv. Okay, tell me who they're playing. Um, Who'd you pick, Lonzo? I got uh, uh, Colossi from uh, South Africa, Van yeah. de Villa from Ireland, and Valentini from um, uh, Australia. That's uh, maybe I'll get Valentini. Yeah, I've actually gone with uh, Adi Savia. I think he'll have a big <laughs> one against France. Uh, I went with Jimeno. 
I think, uh, I hope, well, that's if they pick him against Chile. I just think Japan will have a big game against Chile and uh, Sia Khaleesi as well. Um, and I've made Sia Khaleesi my I tackle master. I also had uh, Khaleesi as captain, my captain. Did you make him your captain as well? No, I made him my, uh, my uh, tackle thing, so I think you get extra points. My captain is my number 10, Carter Gordon um, and Connor Murray. Because Carter Gordon, I think he's going to, just because he's goal kicking, so obviously make some points, so try and triple his score. Um, and Conor Murray from Ireland. So I have to wait and see who they pick anyways, but whoever the number starting nine for Ireland. And who's your pick, nine and ten? Yeah. I went um, DuPont from France, and um, I went Finn Russell um, from Scotland, and I made him my super kicker because I feel like he's yeah, going to... I think they should score some points. Uh, yeah, you're actually pretty good. Dave, you've gone Pierre Holler from 2010 <laughs> World Cup, 2011 World Cup, mate. <laughs> uh, mate, laugh on after this week who's got the most points. <laughs> I've actually gone with um, Jack uh, Gibson Park. He's going to start yeah. this weekend if you're wondering who's starting for Ireland. And my 10 is Jonathan Sexton, who's also going to be my uh, booster. You reckon they'll start him? Against Romania. No, Jackson. Fuck yeah, he hasn't played in three months. Against Romania? Yeah. Okay. All right, mate. All right, no, that's fair enough. I'm just asking questions, mate. Andrew Tatum, go. Yeah, I'll be, it'll be interesting to see if you get any points next week, uh, Dave. But uh, let's get into our juicy back. Let's go with the centers first. Who do you have, Einstein? Uh, it's all of them are in the back. I think it's just, don't you just pick five outside backs? So I might have missed, I'm, I can't really read it. I've got, I'll just go to, I'll do all my back. <laughs> I've got Will Jordan. I've got Will Jordan, Caposo from Italy, yep. and fucking um, Rav. Uh, fucking there we go. I'll try and say this from Fiji. Ravutamunda. Rav. Yeah, there you go. Ravutamunda. Yeah, yeah. Mate, yeah, he's gonna have it. Ravutamunda. So that's my back five. My back. All right, and Dave, who are your picks? <laughs> Uh, for my centers, I've gone Semi the Bus Radradra. Yeah. As one center. And the other center is Manu Tuilagi. I'm just a Manu Tuilagi fan. Um, one wing is Mac Hansen. Yeah. And on the other wing, I've got same as Hindsight, Ravel Tamanda. Yeah. Um, and then my final back three, uh, I think Marky Mark will cross for a few tries for Australia against Georgia. Yeah, true. Yeah, I've gone the same. Marky, Marky Mark on the wing, Mac Hansen, which I'll probably change to Ravel Tom Under now that uh, you guys have reminded me how good he is. Uh, and Capuzzo uh, at fullback Fuck. for Italy. Uh, I think he'll have a good game against Namibia and get some points. In the centres, I've gone with Japanese centre Dylan Riley from Bon Uni because uh, they're playing Chile. I just think he's going to rack up a lot of metres, which means a lot of points. Uh, and Sam with... Uh, Ringhouse, ring row, ringhouse, ring rows uh, for Ireland against Romania. But I have to wait and see who Ireland name to make those changes. But uh, also a reminder, another reminder: make sure you sign up to our Pack Fantasy League and see who's going to win the money. It's definitely not Dave. You're, let's be honest, Dave. You're definitely not going to win unless you make a change, mate. Make a change. You're like the England of this fantasy no, league right now. I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to tell him just so it would be funny, but. Yeah, I thought it'd be, he'd been coming at me all podcast, so I thought I'd just remind him. Yeah, so I'm, you're not you're not allowed to make any changes, Dave. Now you have to lock that in. 
So you got ride or die, bruv. Ride or die, bruv. Don't worry. And that was our fantasy lead, fantasy teams just in the lead up to round one. Uh, but let's uh, let's come to the end of the pod. Shout outs. Who are your shout outs? Um, I just quick shout out to um, all dads everywhere for Father's Day. Um, all dads that know their dads and all people that don't. Uh, quick shout out to dads. <laughs> Dads are the backbone of this world. Literally, without dad sacks, none of us will be here. Without 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 dads, there'd be no World Cup men's. On that note, before we go over to Dave, what did you guys do for your dad on uh, Father's Day? Slept all day. <laughs> made him work all day Saturday. <laughs> I called my dad just to I called my dad just to tell him that um this Father's Day is just for the white fathers, not yeah. for the southern ones. They've really had their. I was going to say the same. I just mate. call him. I just, man, every time I just remind him, mate, you can't be selfish around here. You only have one a year. Yeah, and then on the Tongan one, I say, no, nah, no, nah, our Father's Day is the other day. <laughs> <laughs> We're in Australia, <laughs> mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but who's your shout out, Dave? Oh, you know what? My shout out's going to be. Uh, the, uh, the the club volunteers, you know? All the uh, Alex and whatnot that got awarded. Uh, most of uh, the rugby clubs had the uh, presentation night last weekend and uh, the volunteers that uh, support the uh, local rugby clubs. Yeah, very um, true. And my uh, other shout-out is to the World Cup this coming week. Um, I'm really excited uh, and let's get... Behind your teams and not like Ironside and bag out my fantasy team. Um, be supportive. Support your teams and go to the World Cup. Go to the World Cup. Nice. <laughs> now, my shout out is uh, to everyone listening. Uh, we've made it to 99 episodes. Next one will be episode 100. And on episode 100, we will be dropping our Essentials Collection plus our special Rugby World Cup uh, collection as well so make sure you jump on that but thank you for listening uh, who knew we'll get this far after our first episode of just me I wasn't I wasn't even meant to be on the podcast now I've been on every episode initially I was just going to be the like producing <laughs> producing the podcast off like just making sure the camera and stuff but as soon as we got there the boys who had Johnny Toby uh, Freeney and uh, I was pretty was going to lead it, but the, he, as soon as the cameras turned on, the lights were on. He's like, he's like "No, you could do it." And I got camera shots, and then the guy that never talks had to come and lead it. And uh, here we are. No, nah, Joel was brought in later. <laughs> but yeah, our first episode. Uh, yeah, it's uh, we've come a long way. But uh, and thankful for these guys jumping in and uh, saving it because I, I, I can see it in Freeney's eyes that he's he's slowly. <laughs> Getting sick of me yelling at him every podcast, but uh, yeah, it's uh, we're, we're almost there. We'll get to it in the next episode. But thanks for listening, guys, um, and to uh, celebrate our 99th episode, we've got our Ben tune of the day. Uh, this song is sent in by some mandems. It's called "Cheat on Me." It's a "Cheat on Me" sample. Uh, Burner Boy and Dave. This is almost dedicated to Einstein cheating on our bed. <laughs> 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 
stress you make you leave her. Thanks for leave listening, guys. Make sure you do all the good things. We'll see you on episode 100. Uh, have a good day. Get your teams in. Get your teams in. Thanks for watching. We'll see you in a few days. Let's go. 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 Let's go.